1: At Grainger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
0: This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode-starting prompts in the palm of your hand.
2: Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Leese. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Leese. And on today's episode, we're diving into Season 4 of The Big Bang Theory. But first, I want to thank our sponsor, Poddex, for sponsoring this episode. If you're a podcaster who can grow your audience and get more engagement, you're going to want to check out Poddex today. Go to Pondex.com use the promo code larry 21 for 10% off your order. So without further ado, let's head on over to our review of The Big Bang Theory Season 4. The sitcom's quality and longevity is often measurable by its fourth season. Usually by that point, the actors have settled into their roles, the writers have developed a rhythm, and have created memorable story arcs. Often a sitcom with limited shelf life will show frayed edges by the fourth season, and the quality often drift. This is not the case with the Big Bang Theory's fourth season. Almost as strong as its third. The fourth year has some of the sitcom's strongest episodes. For the uninitiated, the story of the Big Bang Theory is rather simple. Two extremely intelligent guys, Leonard and Sheldon, are roommates and best friends who hang out with fellow geniuses Howard and Raj. Aside from being brilliant, the four are also your stereotypical nerds, each with some defining idiosyncrasy that will often be the catalyst for some of the adventures these guys get themselves into. Across the hallway from Sheldon and Leonard's lives aspiring actress, Cheesecake Factory waitress, Penny, a beautiful girl who manages to endear herself to the group despite her average intelligence because of her sweet nature and her down-to-earth attitude. Her street smarts often clashed with the guy's book smarts, but the group managed to gel. The fourth season deals primarily with the ongoing effects of Penny's and Leonard's breakup. Unlike the torturous Ross-Rachel-Tango of friends, the unsuccessful love affair of Penny and Leonard is dealt with a brevity and wit that the audience should be grateful for. Their post-breakup assembling and their friendship is also interesting when Leonard finds new love and Raj's brilliant lawyer sister Priya. In one of the strongest episodes, Priya feels threatened by Penny's perennial presence in Leonard's life and asks him to make a choice. Unable to, Penny makes it for him and gracefully steps back. What's so beautiful about this development is that no one is the villain in the story. Even though Priya instigated this minor bust-up of the group, she's pretty sympathetic. As good as the fourth season is, there are some minor debits. Firstly and conversely, Penny's estrangement from Leonard means her involvement with the group is pretty limited, which cuts down on a lot of penny screen time, which is unfortunate. Also unfortunate is Sheldon's ever increasing marginalization as a real character. As the writing becomes broader, Sheldon's borderline Asperger's like behavior allow him allow for him to become a cartoon. Parsons is wonderful in the role, and he puts his wiry gangly form to perfect use. He also delivers his line in a hilariously pompous tone, varying from deadpan to delightfully shrill. Still, despite these small setbacks, when the writers exploit the show's best qualities, then The Big Bang Theory is arguably the best sitcom on network television. The brightest spot is, of course, the cast. The Leonard and Sheldon scenes are great because despite their obvious affection for each other, there's still a healthy antagonism between the two. In fact, each of the characters has a mean streak, and Sheldon's inability to decipher verbal or visual cues of sarcasm or deception makes him the perennial butt of the jokes. Another great thing about the show is the addition of a girlfriend for Sheldon, Amy Farrah Fowler. Like Sheldon, Amy's a brilliant, if socially awkward, nebbish who is navigating the social world woefully unequipped. Unlike Sheldon, Amy's uninhibited and throws herself into situations that require her to examine her feelings. Also, there's an intriguing bisexuality with Amy and her persistent crush on Penny that has Amy sling throwaway lines that reference Penny's beauty in a somewhat funny way. The best element of the show, however, has to be their work weir- the weird relationship between Penny and Sheldon. The two are in certain ways the best friends of the show, and the two have been able to create a memorable comic duo. The writers did not invent the wheel when creating this relationship. The odd couple did it first, and this sort of pairing with two opposites is a favorite among most sitcom writers. However, the writers and the actors managed to transcend the formulaic nature of the archetypes they're working with, and create a warm, funny, and flinty relationship. The third season had some of the best Penny Sheldon scenes, and because Kaylee Coco was injured during the season, the audience is gifted with less than this odd pair, so when the two do get together, it's all the more satisfying. What's best about this friendship is that it shows certain aspects of the character's personalities that normally would be obscured, mainly. Sheldon's ability to actually care about someone and pay, or Penny's, excuse me, latent appreciation for intellectual pursuits. There are some internet Big Bang fans who pine for a Penny Sheldon hookup, and that would obviously be a huge mistake. The most endearing part of the friendship is that the two have an utter lack of appreciation for the other physical's appearance, and their love for each other is based solely on their interaction with each other. The show still has some detractors who find the portrayal of nerds, unrealistic, condescending, and silly. The writers aptly handle the somewhat threadbare Star Wars, Star Trek, video game, comic book jokes. The writing also has some of the most sophisticated and verbose dialogue on television. The nerd aspect of the show, the gimmick that was its hook in its inception, has been paired with a true dose of reality for each of the characters. It's not that the show abandoned the geek chick, but instead used the characters' various forms of social ineptitude as layers of characterization. Even at their most broadest, the characters managed to remain human and likable. The Big Bang Theory isn't a perfect show, and the fourth season is a slight drop from the excellent third. But it remains remarkably intact. The cast has essentially grown to six characters. But the divide among the sexes provides some much-needed balance to the show. The new additions also add to the tart, zing, and the interplay between the characters. There are also more questions that need answering for the fifth season. Mainly, in what direction is Sheldon and Amy going? Will the love affair between Howard and his beloved Bernadette last? And where does Penny fit into this ongoing group? It's a credit to the show, its writers, and the cast that the stories are engaging enough for audiences to stick with. Before we move on, let us know your thoughts about uh, Season 4 of The Big Bang Theory in the comment section below. What your were your favorite moments? And as always, give us a thumbs up if you like our video. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And for today's Pondex segment, today's question is... What do you think of movie theaters where you can order from a meal from your seat? Well, I understand the idea behind it. And... It's not a bad idea, but I do find it distracting in the middle of movies when you see somebody bringing in food. So I would almost limit it to certain auditoriums, I guess. Maybe not have every like theater or auditorium, whichever one you want to call it, have um, food delivery. So you can watch a movie without being distracted by a bunch of movie theater employees walking through the aisles, upstairs, downstairs, to deliver food to random customers. But well, let us know your thoughts in the comments section below. What do you think about this? And as always, thank you so much for watching. Of course, if you want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinema gold. Your support helps the channel grow, upgrade our equipment, bring in new hosts, pay them, and create even more shows and content. As always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at the Cinema Gold Show, and on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/the Cinema Gold Show.